You're listening to the Human Business Narrative Podcast with your host, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Eastern European, Ivan Tamilkov. Yo, what's up, you lovely humans? My name is Ivan Tamilkov, digital practitioner, human evangelist, and startup founder of Razor Sharp Digital. Thank you for tuning in to episode nine of the Human Business Narrative podcast with special guest Brian Kramer. If you are a first time listener, thank you for downloading my podcast. I am truly humbled and most grateful to you for spending the time in doing so. This is a podcast where we discuss human business, human centricity, entrepreneurship, digital marketing, social media, and special guests and industry experts share their compelling stories for business growth. The one major key takeaway that you should be extracting from each episode is the importance of human centricity in entrepreneurship, business, and marketing in today's modern digital world. Before I forget, head on over to bit.ly forward slash human business to download your free copy on five essentials of strategic human marketing. This is a great resource uh, to have in your marketing arsenal and to reflect upon. If you would like to be a guest on the podcast, please feel free to send me an email at ivan at razorsharpdigital.com or you can also tweet at me at hbnpodcast. Guys, uh, I'm feeling very fortunate and having the ability to jam with someone like Brian Kramer, who I recognize as sort of the go-to expert, one of the first individuals to sort of forge the whole H2H movement. And also, he's someone that has been labeled as a Zen of Marketing by Forbes magazine. He's also a TED Talk keynote speaker, author of two books, including Shirology and human to human, uh, as well as the CEO of a company called Pure Matter. Brian is someone who I definitely consider a seasoned veteran in the digital space, someone who brings forth over two decades of experience and uh, someone that has been able to align H2H with marketing and being able to establish a movement behind that. So without further ado, uh, I want to allow Brian to drop the knowledge bombs because there were quite a bit of those and i want you guys to take full advantage of that guest interview so without further ado let's go and jump right into the guest interview with brian kramer and i'll see you guys on the backside. Ladies and gentlemen, today I am joined by the man himself, the Zen of marketing, as named by Forbes, Mr. Brian Kramer. He is also a TED Talk keynote speaker, author of Shirology and Human to Human, as well as the CEO of a company called Pure Matter. Welcome, Brian. How are you today? I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing very well. I'm doing very well. 
Uh, probably not as good as you because you're in San Jose, California. So uh, I hear that it's always sunny out there, palm trees, and uh, if things are happening, they're happening in uh, San Jose, California, right? Yes, um, it is a nice day here. Um, although I have to say it's, it's rained here a lot this year, but um, but nothing compared to um, you know the good days that we have. <laughs> so I kind of envy you in a way of being in San Jose, California. And before we go any further, you know, I, I want to I say thank you for jumping on here to jam with me uh, on this podcast. Um, uh, and also thank you for the recent invite into, and I'm going to throw in a plug here, for the Human Marketing Hub Group on Facebook. I think that is a crowd that uh, I have been long striving for that shares the same mentality and business methodologies and just uh, all around awesome ideas. And before I forget, thank you for rescheduling also due to unforeseen circumstances, uh, which do happen in our in our industry. So um, what is your story? Can you share a bit about your background and how did you get into what you're doing today? How did I get into what I'm doing today? I started in the um, in the industry in the uh, content and sorry in the agency in industry. So I have literally been working um, all the way through my entire career at marketing and ad agencies. I started out of college, uh, built a company there, a small company that was building websites and the uh, agencies and my degree was in marketing. My um, my passion was in marketing and um, and digital marketing. And so a lot of my uh, agency experience had grown uh, into the convergence of digital and, and marketing, ad agency marketing. And so I was brought up and bred through the these different experiences um, through uh, starting at an ad agency that didn't have any digital experience. So I helped them to uh, to to um, cross that line and then uh, moved into another another couple of agencies before I finally landed at a um, uh, back with my original boss who hired me out of college. We started a company together that was a um, a consulting firm. Um, it was kind of like an Anderson consulting model. It had HR, IT, marketing, and I got to build the interactive uh, division there. And we grew to one of the largest uh, interactive um, agencies in the um, in Silicon Valley. So I was really proud, really young, learning a lot. And uh, then we ended up selling the the company. It was at 75 people and sold to a large large uh, public company. And we ended up. Um, uh, you know, uh, having a year or two there where then I met my, my then uh, girlfriend now wife and, um, and she was, she was running her own successful company. We ended up, uh, starting a new company together and have been running an agency for 17 years. And so, um, so we've got uh, a lot of great uh, ups and downs and learnings and things that we've done, but, um, but it's just been an absolute blast. And now we just launched our recent company called Own Your Line, which is a community uh, online. Uh, not a lot of people can, can learn about um, or hire an agency. Uh, and so we launched Own Your Line, which is a small business community to be able to get the big agency resources that they can't afford. So we're, we've got our hands all over the place and I've, we've actually yeah. moved in lots of different ways. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like it is. It's, I can kind of relate to when you mentioned the agency world and it's a very similar story to yours actually um, in a way. So it's interesting to see, you know, a fellow digital marketer, someone who's been in the agency world and, you know, you finally get to a point to where uh, you just want to have ownership over something, uh, right? And that's where you started, uh, you and your wife, right? Uh, started Pure Matter from what I understand. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, that's, that's right. We started Pure Matter and we started uh, Own Your Line. 
Okay, own your line, own your line. Very cool, very cool. You know, one of the one of the main reasons, you know, and as it relates to the podcast that I really wanted to jam with you today is because, you know, uh, you are probably the guy to go to when uh, someone mentions H2H, human marketing and human to human. Obviously, your book, you know, H2H and, and Shareology too. So I'm I'm really really excited to to learn more about you know what you guys do at Pure Matter um, and you know just the methodologies behind it. Uh, which leads me up to, to to my next question: What does human to human mean to you, uh, and why should companies embrace this approach in business? Can you elaborate a little bit about that? Yeah, well, it's um, it's it's always been human to human, so I'm, I'm not re- I'm not stating anything new. We've always sold, you know, go back to the door to door salesman who used to sell vacuums or deliver your milk, um, and and there uh, and and there's there's always been a human approach to everything. So that's it's it's really uh, been around since the beginning of dawn. I mean, since we've been doing cave paintings and and uh, and 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 marathon men and and uh, you know even delivering your mail th- over. Uh, uh, on horseback. I mean, these these kind of every human human to human has been at the very essence, the very base of what we know in humanity mm-hmm. as um, as 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 what we um, what we now have come to expect. Except right now, it's become even more and more more important because uh, everything's being automated. And with the dawn of artificial intelligence and um, you know VR and AR and all these different technologies um, that are that are happening, especially with automation, um, what does that mean for humanity? And that's the question. I think on everyone's mind is what's going to happen, how's that going to happen, and what, what, how do we humanize experiences so we still have, um, have that feeling? Because at the end of the day, we still buy from people, we don't buy from companies, um, right. and we, we really want to embrace that uh, relationship more, more now than ever. And um, and so you know, while you while you see all these different emails coming into your inbox, which is you know the the new spam of of what we used to go out to our mailbox and receive, <laughs> you know all the all the different spam that was out there. Now we're getting that in our inbox right inside of our offices or in our homes uh, directly to us, and it's 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 mind-boggling. The noise that's out there has has expanded twenty thousand fold. I mean, I made that number up, but you know it's, it's expanded so much that that. Um, that that we don't know exactly um, you know how to be more human amongst all this noise. So this is why human to human is so important right now. Is you have to look at all the different touch points throughout your marketing plan and think how can I humanize these different experiences? How can I make this um, eventually lead to a relationship? How can I take this and move it into a not just a funnel but a funnel that leads to a handshake or it leads to a a relationship of some kind? That's that's what this is all about. Yeah, yeah. You know, you you just dropped a whole bunch of knowledge bombs there because, uh, and, and this is why precisely I wanted to have have you on because uh, when it comes to H two H, I mean, you're the go to guy. When people search, you know, on Google, you are the go to guy. You know, you're someone who uh, I think has established recognition in the marketplace as sort of forging that movement in a way, or really being a really big advocate about it. And some of the things that you mentioned that I kind of want to touch upon a little bit. So you talked about the extreme importance behind human centricity and why companies need to understand that, no, we shouldn't be really focusing more on marketing automation. And not that it's not an important factor of business, but to figure out how do we humanize the experience and how do we connect with with clients, potential clients, to create uh, that human-centric approach and forge that alliance, um, ultimately. So that was great to hear you say that in terms of, you know, how 
you know, human marketing really is at the emphasis, at the basis of humanity. What we've done since the beginning of time, use the example of, you know, the door to door salesman. And I think it was important to hear that coming from you because I think a lot of companies, you know, are seeking marketing automation because they really want to focus on other things um, of building their business as opposed to striving for more strategic ways to connect with their customers on a human level. Um, is that kind of what I heard you say? Yeah, that's exactly right. Okay, very cool. Very cool. So, um, you know, this segues to the next question. I mean, you know, human marketing, uh, this is something that I'm personally very, very intrigued, intrigued about. And in your opinion, you know, where do you see marketing, digital, social veering the next, uh, you know, one to three years? Uh, you talked about, obviously, um, you know, AI and AR and, you know, the human centricity component. But how do you see that affecting marketing as a ge in general? Well, it's going to affect it greatly. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're marketing right now in a totally different way than we're going to market in five to 10 years. Um, and, and we marketing today very differently than we did five to 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there was no such thing as a uh, digital funnel five years ago uh, or, or five to 10 years ago. Um, there was no such thing as Facebook. Um, oh, I think, what is it now? Over uh, 10 years ago. Um, right. You know, social media is, is, is brand new and yet it's, it's very much old. Uh, and, 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 and the reason is because uh, technology and, and, and the advances grow even faster. Everything compounds faster. And, um, and so when, when you look at um, what's going to happen with AI and um, VR and AR and the experiences that we're going to have, um, that's going to change um, the way that we interact. Um, we're going to be able to, right now we're sitting over Skype on a flat screen. Um, in the future, I, I, I predict that we'll actually be recording a podcast sitting at the same table, um, you know, actually shaking vir virtual hands. Maybe you'll give me a walk around your house first before we do the <laughs> podcast. Um, right, maybe, right. you know, we'll sit down at a, at a table and have a little conversation and we'll actually record the podcast right in front of each other, virtually speaking. And then we'll um, we'll be able to actually, you know, produce, let, let other people write into a live podcast recording, um, right, sitting in an audience. You know, there's the, the, the stuff is endless in terms of what um, what 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 it means to relationships and how we start to interact. Again, going back to the whole human approach, um, the whole human to human mm -hmm. approach is that we're sitting virtually. We're we're not in person, and so right. that tends to, um, you know, in a, it tends to enact certain um, images in your mind of well, what happens to humanity. And I think um, I, I I'd like to think I'm I'm more on the the glasses half full uh, side where uh -huh. you know we need interaction. We we have to have human uh, touch, we have to have human interactions in order to survive and thrive. And so I don't think that it's going to take over. Uh, uh, my hope is that it brings us closer, um, that it actually brings a relationship closer to a real in-person relationship. It doesn't take over what life is. Yeah, yeah. And you're bringing up a really interesting point about technology playing such an essential component within business marketing and, you know, those human experiences and not really separating uh, those human experiences, but really strengthening them. You know, you're talking about like AR and VR and, you know, in the future, sitting around a table and, you know, virtual handshakes and, and things like that. And I think that's important, you know, to notate. And that's why I wanted to kind of reiterate that a little bit, because um, I think in the current marketing world, there's a misconception in understanding how technology plays a viable part, especially of digital marketing and how technology can bring 
people closer, especially when you're trying to create and forge those relationships, right? It's, it's basically a, a, a median in a sense that, that helps intersect humans and, and technology and bring them that much closer to where you can create new experiences, right? Yep, absolutely. Because um, the experience is, is what we remember. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's used over and over and over again, but Disney is, is, is an experience. You can't recreate the Disney experience at any other theme park. Um, you can't, uh, you, the way that they, they have uh, moved you throughout a theme park to a point where you um, feel taken care of, it's clean, it, you know, the, the, the cast, they're called cast members, uh, right. uh, you know, really treat you. Again, the experience is unlike anything else. So if you were to go to any other theme park by you know anyone else you're not going to get what they serve uh, that's because they have they have created it as a scene they actually ex- drew and and run, uh, ran this through um, an experience model and so if we're going to if we're going to take these experiences in marketing and actually deliver those as the same kind of experience mm-hmm. then you're going to get a better reaction <coughs> and and the more that you can do that both online and in person, the stronger your longevity will be with relationships. Because the worst thing in the world is losing a client. When you lose a client, you just lost your your biggest revenue. Getting a client is much harder than keeping a client. Right. So right. if you can keep a client, that's wonderful. It's going to it's going to result in 15 to 100 percent more revenue than actually getting a new client because you can now actually build a relationship that builds more revenue. But when you lose that client, you lose that opportunity. So mm-hmm. so now what? How do you keep a client? You have to engage with them, not mm-hmm. just online. You actually have to engage with them offline. You have to That's build true. a relationship. You have to do things that actually bridges that relationship together. So mm-hmm. that means that relationships matter. And when you um, when you look at the relationship and how you're going to create um, more engagement, i.e. more experiences mm-hmm. that they can remember, that Disney experience that we all want to arrive at, the, the better it's going to be. That's why I believe in humanity. That's why right. I think that AR and VR will not be the total uh, relationship driver. It'll be a, um, it, uh, sorry, it will not be a, um, the, the end point. It's going to be the driver behind why we reach a relationship um, uh, plateau. Yeah, absolutely. Couple of things that I want to touch upon. Uh, so first of all, I think I may have actually accidentally quoted you in an article that I wrote on Medium that where you talked about client retention is that it's you know uh, a lot harder to get a new client than retain a new one, um, which kind of segues to the really interesting point you made about sharing experiences and creating experiences with your clients because it's the experiences that, that they're going to remember. For int- uh, for instance, uh, if you share a common interest with a client, maybe you, you cycle or you golf or you play baseball or you know you both like Disney, right? For instance, is that that experience and that common interest or if there's an experience around that will be a lot more rememberable, right? Than what you do in terms of day-to-day basis to help them excel in their own business. That was a really interesting point that you made, which leads me to believe that, you know, companies like Google also I think are turning into more, you know, experience-driven companies also because they're realizing that um that you know it's the memories that really stick and at the end of the day is 
you know the one thing i really love that you said that you said earlier too that is very very repetitive and true across the board but a lot of marketing agencies especially fail to recognize is that we do business with humans at the end of the day we're not doing business with robots and when agencies you know are sliding across that agreement right and they're trying to get you to sign they're forgetting that they're talking to a human on the other side you know this is a person who has you know emotions and feelings and you know uh uh prefers certain experiences right uh and most importantly is finding a common ground around that as well so that was very interesting i just want to kind of you know touch upon that because you made a very very good point about the human centricity around business and uh marketing which kind of leads me into the next question that i wanted to ask you is in terms of sharing any tips uh to other marketers entrepreneurs business professionals and agencies regarding the humanization uh, of their brand. So, you know, next one to three years, you know, what recommendations would you give to people like that? You know, and, and including myself, who I'm a huge advocate of, you know, human marketing, human centricity. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? What would you share? So my best tips on, on how to be more human to human. Um, yeah. So, I mean, a lot of it is really fundamental. I think, um, there's there's a there, there's a uh, a point online where um, you know social media has made it so that everybody has access to the customer. Um, it doesn't matter if you're in B two B or B two C. Um, you can see what the customer is saying and you can you can engage with them. Um, I think brands should be engaging with customers more. Um, I think they should be uh, uh, understanding the entire experience, the 360 experience that that customer is going through and be able to follow their path and be able to help them. So um, so I think as they're moving through, um, you know, a different uh, different sales uh, channels or funnels or um, or they're already a, a customer and, and, and they're, um, you know, trying to figure out how to use the product or service, um, then then I think customer service is, is also the new the new marketing. So um, as you're as you're delivering a, a service, um, you know you're also helping them to understand and 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 utilize or use your product or service. So um, the the um, the fact that they can get on social media and tout it from the rooftops and say, "Man, I love this product," or "I love this uh, service that I received," that's better than anything that you can do in marketing. There's nothing better than a referral, um, and so your that means that your customer service that you deliver, the the um, the 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 attention that you give to people, the um, the superior response time, the superior uh, rates at, at what you you know the 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 way that you answered questions or uh, the way that you transfer people off from one person to the next so it's seamless and not uh, not shutting them off. Um, all these little points of interaction become their total experience. Again, we're shooting for that Disney experience. Right, so right. everything becomes that and, and eventually, um, you know, if they have a great experience, they're gonna go out and they're gonna shout you from the rooftops. And with the advent of social media, you now have the ability of capturing that, responding to it, engaging with it, and then reusing that as a marketing piece that can turn around and actually serve as your best marketing piece over any kind of ad or commercial that you can do. So, um, so really, uh, at the end of the day, deliver a human to human experience right. can actually turn into your greatest marketing asset. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, one of the things that you mentioned that the, the you talked about social media quite a bit um, in that in that last statement, and something that I wanted to mention is that uh, I think even though social media is not something that is new at this point, it's been around you know for for quite a while. I mean, Facebook 
I remember I think I signed up on Facebook in 2004, so fast forward 13 years, right, um, uh, of social media. But you talked about social media, and I think a lot of companies are failing still to understand how social media has given humans a voice and how that voice, you know, can echo through their own communities and how that voice can cross-pollinate across multiple channels uh, because social media is just one channel where, um, you know, consumers, humans, express their thoughts, their their experiences, they, they connect with other people. So that was really interesting that you talked about the importance of social social media and how brands actually can leverage all of that, how they can leverage social media to create a better human experience, the way that they can build advocates for their brands, because you do need brand advocates and you, you do need people, like you said, um, to trump, trump from the rooftops about your brand, about the experience they have with, with your brand, whether it's a product or service or it's Disney right ultimately and I think that's what a lot of companies are failing to understand they're still really kind of stuck in that you know legacy mentality of what are we going to tweet about today right or what content should we share you know they've heard about the 80 20 rule so okay we need to share a bunch of content so that was a really interesting point that you meant you mentioned uh, in terms of social media and not just social media but the way humans search so google is an essential component right google home i mean uh there's the amazon echo right um that utilizes that voice search which is a whole different trend i think um that, that's really yet to really burst so and i think at the epic center of that is human centricity right it's invoked by humans to create better human experiences with brands and there's a lot of companies that are failing to do that i mean retail is a prime example i mean we're seeing what's happening you know retail is suffering a crucial crucial downfall right now i mean michael kors closing 100 stores i think that i just read about a lot of it has to do because they don't have a human-centric approach to doing business. Macy's, obviously, you know, um, you know. So these are major brands, you know, that are experiencing a downfall in business because of the lack of the human experience. So that was really the nature behind my question: is, is to have you really elaborate upon what kind of advice would you give, you know, to other marketers, professionals, agencies in terms of creating a more congruent human experience? And what you're saying is basically just uh, interact with with your customers right is acknowledge them is that kind of what what you were going after yeah that that's exactly right i think um you know the the more um the more you engage from a human standpoint the better so um think about um think about uh like the one experience that amazon had with this uh gentleman who got on to uh customer support and he wanted to return this 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 book that he bought um right. Or it, no, no, no. He never got the book. He ordered it. He never got the book. It was something around um, Greek mythology, and um, and and he uh, it, it was you know he was he was he was getting on saying I never got the book. And this Amazon guy said um, you know uh, you know can I call you Odin? And and he says of course. And and from there he says well why art thou uh, a book not being sent to you? I must never allow this to happen how could this be and right. and the guy actually responded in in the same tone and before you know it they're talking back and forth in this greek 
uh, kind of fun uh, way, uh, you know, Odin, I will shall get you your book and I will deliver thy book to you. And this goes back and forth. And before you know it, you know, he not only gets him the book within 24 hours, you know, takes off all the delivery fees, um, gets it to him for free and cancels the other order. But this guy's like, this is the greatest conversation I've ever had. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and he, he captures it and shares it out and it becomes viral. And, um, you, you just, you know, you don't see big companies like that having the leeway to do a fun little experience like that um, and being human like that. There's no way that a robot would be able to uh, right. deliver that kind of a, an experience around that much context, not for and not anytime soon. And so um, so, again, customer experience becomes the shareable moment. And um, and when you when you del- deliver it in in such a superior way like that, where it's it's totally humanized the experience around the product and the person. Right. I mean, that's just that's mind blowing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, that's a very good point. And you know, thank you for elaborating upon that. I mean, uh, again, like I said from the get go, is I think uh, strengthening the human experience should be at the epicenter of every company. And they should really be striving towards that. Uh, Brian, this has been a, a really, really great jam session. You know, I, I really enjoyed uh, a lot of the knowledge bombs that you dropped and talked about human centricity and uh, strengthening the human um, experience. You know, your book, H2H. Um, also, how can people find you on the web? Where's the best place to, to find you if they want to interact with you? Yeah, if, if you go to briankramer.com, um, that's the best place to interact and to sign up for my newsletter or uh, get my books. Um, you can you can uh, um, uh, check out my podcasts. Um, all that kind of stuff is there. Uh, or if you go to ownyourline.com, uh, that's where we're hosting our um, our community and um, and you can also get access to our, our uh, marketing hub, the the marketing Facebook group that you're you're now a part of and and enjoy. So if you go to ownyourline.com at the very mm-hmm. top, there's a link to click where you can join the uh, free facebook group and and the community and and get get more involved in these kinds of conversations very cool very cool well brian i want to thank you so much for jumping on here and jamming with me uh, you know there was a lot of good information that that you shared and uh look forward to staying in touch i'll say in the social space and uh learning from you because like i said you are the zen of marketing and especially i think when it comes to h2h uh you're someone who's um the leader of the pack and uh, I feel very fortunate and uh, having you on the podcast to chat about human uh, experiences and uh, human centricity. Awesome, man. Thank you so much. Well, and uh, there you have it, guys. Uh, that was nothing less than knowledge bombs from none other than Brian Kramer, the, the man the zen of marketing, the guy behind the H2H movement. He dropped a lot of knowledge bombs and majority of those are actually documented in the highlights of this particular podcast. So make sure you check those out uh, as well. And if you're looking to reflect upon those, if you want to review them, I think there was a lot of great information there that uh, Brian shared. As a side note, I realized after the fact that... uh, since this audio was extracted from a audio and video interview, which by the way, the video portion is going to be available on the the BizGrind YouTube show, my YouTube channel, for the exclusive version of this. So make sure you check it out there as well for the video portion. But there was uh, some feedback 
Also, I should rather say noise on the background that uh, I made all attempts to filter out as much as possible. But I've also felt that having the raw material actually is the real thing. So I didn't really want to filter out too much. So uh, as a bit of a disclaimer, and I probably should have mentioned that beforehand, wanted to let you guys know that uh, I apologize for any audio uh, inconvenience that I has created. I truly hope that you enjoyed uh, the interview with Brian Kramer as much as uh, I did. And that will conclude episode nine of the Human Business Narrative podcast with yours truly, Ivan Temokov. I truly hope that you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I did. And as always, keep it human. Until next time, bye-bye.